30 teams, 30 days, 30 pods. We're moving down to the Lone Star State for episode two, the Texas Rangers. What is going on, baseball fans? Welcome back to the We Got Eyes podcast. My name is Jack, joined here by Lorenzo. How are we doing today in our 30-day journey? I am doing great. It's day two. I am fired up to talk about some Texas Rangers. Quickly, before we get into baseball, I just got to talk. You know in Texas how they used to just duel each other? How did we How did we get there as a society? Yeah, they really just had guns and were like, I'm going to shoot you unless you shoot me first. They were cordial about it. It's like, yo, I'm going to kill you, but if you kill me first, round of applause to you. Saloons? I'm not with it. I'm not with the saloons. I'm with the doors, but I'm not with the con- like the saloon doors. Kind of fire. I would kick through a saloon. And the door pianos. So hard. Yeah, that was saloon fun. pianos fire. Because whenever someone started beating each other up, you know someone's running over to the piano to play that, oh, yeah. <laughs> play the music. Always. Oh yeah. But the Texas Rangers. Yes, day two thirty for thirty. We're talking about the Texas Rangers today. Let's talk a little bit about the 2020 Texas Rangers, who were so confusing, like more confusing than your uncle at Christmas who brings up politics, because they were 22 and 38, the worst in the American League, and. I don't know what to make of the Rangers. You hear a lot. Baseball Twitter hates Texas Rangers. Everyone's tweeting out that they're the worst team, the worst organization in baseball. And I kind of had to agree because the 2020 Rangers had no direction. They held on to Lance Lynn at the trade deadline. And they just, were they good? Were they trying to be good? Were they bad? So let's flash back to our 2020 prediction. I think what we were saying is, yeah, thank you. Thanks for the sound effect. Um, we were saying the three-headed snake of that rotation, if they can, could they maybe carry this team in this AL West that is kind of up in the air? Um, and then that just didn't happen, and they were the worst team in the AL. Um, and now a lot of those, that three-headed monster is completely gone. Yeah, it is, and we're going to get to that. But it's insane to think about the Rangers. And, like, obviously the COVID season kind of messed them up because they just wanted to contend in 2020 because they had the new stadium, and they were just trying to put fans in seats. But still... If you're going to – I don't like halvesies. We just talked about the Pirates in yesterday's episode. Mm-hmm. If you're going to do something, you either go all in or you go all out. Pirates went all bad. Rangers need to pick a direction. I think they still haven't. Because honestly, this offseason was even more confusing than last offseason for me. So let's talk about it. Yeah. They traded away Rafael Montero and Lance Lynn in their big move of the offseason. They also did not bring back Corey Kluber. They traded away Elvis Andrews, Derek Dietrich, and they lost Shin Chu Chu. Well, who they brought Su-chu. in? Su Chu. My bad. Who they brought in was Nate Lowe, Dane Dunning in the Lance Lynn trade, the big asset. They also signed David Dahl, right hander Kohi, Kohi Arihara. Did I say it? Mm-hmm. Um, and they traded for Cross. Crush Chris Davis, and then they signed Mike Fulte. And they signed Brock Holt to a minor league deal. A lot there. That was a mouthful. Yeah. So I think we can kind of block it into two big moves. They had the Lance Lynn deal where they got back Dane Dunning, and people really liked that return. And then they basically traded Elvis Andrews for Chris Davis. So the the Lance Lynn move is kind of dated now. It's a little far back. I think Very, it's a, that was one of the the first big move of the offseason, really. Yeah, it really was. I think it was a great move for the Rangers at the time. It's I think six months too late. They tried to trade Lance Lynn at the trade deadline, yeah. um, but Dane Dunning is a high upside pitcher for them. I think he currently ranks as their fourth third prospect in their system, although he already has MLB time. Right-handed pitcher, 6'4", 225, with a nice fastball and some good off-speed pitches. I enjoy him a lot. He played in the major leagues last season in uh, 
sorry, in a free, he had a 34 innings, he had a free 9-7 ERA, so he can shove, I like him, and the most encouraging sign for me is that in a rookie season, he had 10 strikeouts per nine, that's impressive. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think that is, that was probably a good trade for them, because you, you don't want to hold on to him any longer, there's really no point, um, and you got, they're, they building prospects while also acquiring, I mean, they added Lowe, Dahl, um, Chris Davis, even Brock Holt. Like, they're starting to fill out a lineup even just a little bit. Nothing impressive. I mean, they are still one of the worst in the AL. But they're, they almost seem like they have a direction now because of just the slight moves that they made. See, I still don't feel like they have a direction because when they traded away Lance Lynn, I thought their direction was go full bad mode. But then they did these signings like David Dahl and like Arihara, and then they traded for Crush Davis with Elvis Andrews, which was mostly a contract switch. They were like, hey, I got a bad player, you got a bad player, let's see if they'll become good if we switch them. Um, But it still doesn't, like, scream they're tanking, and they need to tank. They're bad. Yeah, I think what it is with the Rangers is they they have names, but David Dahl and Chris Davis aren't those are still tanking pieces just True. with slightly more recognizable names. That is fair. Um, so for the Lance Lynn trade, that was good for them. Obviously, they lost Corey Kluber. He's on the Yankees now. Uh, just didn't work out in Texas. Sorry. Uh, Elvis mm-hmm. Andrews, heart, uh, fan favorite for the Rangers. So I know that one must have stung if you were a Rangers fan this offseason. But I like Chris Davis going to the Rangers. I think him and Joey Gallo are the weirdest hitters in baseball. So putting him back-to-back in a lineup together, and it's just going to be a, your baseball reference page. is going to be wild. Just watching mm-hmm. them. But if they both get hot, dude, there's a lot of home runs. Joey Gallo walks, Crush Davis two-run shot. That's the recipe right yeah, there. Very, very interesting that Chris Davis went to the really only team that has anything like him, which is Joey Gallo, who does what he does ten times more. He found his long-lost brother on them. Yeah. But other than that, none of these moves, in my opinion, make the Rangers anything. Uh, they don't make them better. I think the losses and uh, the ads kind of cancel each other out. If anything, they're worse losing Lance Lynn. Yeah, much much worse, but I think better in direction because you got some some good prospects. So probably in a better way of the direction, but your team is worse than it was last year. Here's how I imagine it happened. If Texas Rangers GM met up with the Pittsburgh Pirate GM over a cup of boba tea, um, or bubba tea, whatever it's called, and they were boba, just— Boba, I think. Boba. Don't like they, it. Me either. I don't like the balls. It's weird. Yeah, so they were just don't clip that. So they were just sitting. <laughs> they were sitting, and the Pittsburgh Pirates GM went to the Rangers GM. Hey, ma'am, want me to show you how to be bad? And he was like, Yeah, sure. And that's what he did. They went bad. They went full bad mode. Dane Dunning has eight years of team control left, so he is a big piece for them moving forward. So you gotta love that. Huge move for them to land him. And Lance Lynn was like one or two years left on his contract. I like that, but. Some prospects to keep an eye on for this upcoming season aren't too hot because I feel like the Rangers shouldn't be bringing up any of their top prospects because they're so bad right now. Yeah, and I mean, what you have written down in our in our notes right now is really, really shocking How because this team is really bad and they're making deals, they're shipping off talent. They only have one top 100 prospect. Yeah, only one and, top and the, 100 prospect in baseball in Josh Young. Not baseman. good. Not good. Yeah, he's cool though. He is cool. I Josh like Young's it. Josh Young's cool. Um, I'm a big fan of Josh Young. He's uh, expected to actually make his MLB debut this year at the age of 22. Uh, he's a third baseman, good upside, got some power to him. But I think that's the the sign of the Rangers not going full bad mode. Because if you're the Pirates, 
you've been going fat full bad mode and you've been you're going to be drafting number one and that system is rapidly going to get better and we saw them collect 10 prospects what the rangers are doing is they're trying to still field a major league team while being mm -hmm. bad which i commend you for because i want teams to do that instead of going like the 50 and 110 that's not good for the sport yeah but you gotta try to be a little bit worse a little bit worse now they got the number two overall pick this year that'll boost their system and continue to make moves like in drafting and developing will help them but they're just not good at it and that's the problem so their farm system is weak as of right now Josh Young, someone to look forward to, but unfortunately, no prospects that will get you super excited. Um, and then they made some moves this offseason, some storylines to look out for. So if you are a Texas Rangers fan, so you're down in Texas right now, you're sipping on a nice Miller Lite. I don't know what you guys drink. You're probably going to get killed for that. Um, a nice Miller Lite. Miller Lite sounds good, yeah. Why would you click your TV and put on a Texas Rangers? Why should you? I think... One reason is the new stadium and the new jerseys. And I think that's why, kind of going off of your point from before, they don't want to go into full tank mode because this is the worst time for them to go into tank mode. And it just seems like the GM and the owner weren't really thinking on the same level. They got the new uniform. They hosted the World Series. They got the new stadium that they hosted that in. But they're going so downhill that it. I think that's concerning. So just watch the new stadium i the rangers are a tough one for me because i really i'm confused about their direction but you really don't want to be in the spot they're in you want to be on the upside they should be in the padre situation but they're not at all they aren't and it's tough because the rangers have felt like this middling al team for a while now ever since even when they played against the blue jays a little while back in the playoffs it never felt like they, yeah, yeah it never felt like they were a true force or like a good they were a good team, but never, you were never scared of the Texas Rangers, and I think that's kind of a reflection mm -hmm. on their organizational philosophy as a whole. They haven't been able to build a winning culture in Texas, whether it's from their minor league development system, which continues to be poor, from their GM moves and their president of baseball operation hiring, where we're just not getting a clear path on what we do. Now, we love to criticize the Tampa Bay Rays, but you know what the Rays do. They have a direction. They have a philosophy. They stick by that. It feels like the Texas Rangers changed their organizational philosophy at the drop of a dime. Whatever they did the last year, they're going to switch it up and do the next thing next year. And I feel like they also react way too much to public perception. They just like, I just don't understand. I feel like the Texas Rangers had, owner has a lot of burner accounts on Twitter. He's just getting mm -hmm. fights, a ton of fights. So if you're a Rangers fan, at least you can take a little bit of solace in what they've been trying to do this offseason and figuring out a path. And also, I like the moves of like Brock Hope and like Fulty because those are moves that obviously aren't expected to make you a good team and they won't. But bringing those guys in gives you a little bit of fan service, which is what I think they were trying to do last year, but it does a better mm -hmm. job of it. That is fan service with bad, not bad baseball players because I don't want to disrespect them, but lower tier MLB baseball players. They're not your Lance Lynn's. Like, that's not the guy you keep for fan service. You keep Brock Holt yeah. for fan service. There's a difference there. And I think that's probably it. I mean, Elvis Andrews was their guy for a while, but he's obviously, I mean, that's, that's he's not a star. Me, that he's gone. It is sad. He was there for like 12 years. I mean, that's got to suck. I Sadly, I only remember him making three errors in that playoff game that the Blue Jays came back and won in that crazy, like, eighth inning or whatever it was. But he obviously had a great career over there. It just seems like they 
they lost so many superstars over the last like 10 years and they haven't been able, been able to replace any of them like they have no like Joey Gallo is the closest thing you have and he's such a unique player he's not going to be marketed like the Tatis one thing that I just thought of storyline for this year I don't know how um, valid it is but Joey Gallo is always rumored at the deadline so that will either make you excited for prospects or make you really sad that you just traded away Dallow if it happens. But that's something that you might be in the news at in mid-August. Yeah, if you're the, uh, that's a really good point. If you're a Rangers fan, be rooting so hard for Chris Davis. Be rooting for Joey Gallo so you can trade them. Any player mm-hmm. you signed or brought in, you want them to be the best they can be so you can make this farm system one of the best in baseball because it's not even close to that right now, in my opinion. Um and from what I've read and researched on, they need to add some depth and some actual to better talent in this organization. So that's where I fall on that. It's kind of crazy. Also, you do need to see a step, a big step forward from Dane Dunning this year because he is already 26 years old. So mm-hmm. you want to see him make a step to being a number, like a number three or a number two major league starter. Obviously, it's his only second year getting major league experience. But you need to see that from him to show you that you have some hope coming down the road. So for the Rangers fans this season, just don't get too attached to the players you signed. Try to tough it out. Enjoy the new stadium and all that fun stuff. And yeah, like Brock Holt's a fun guy. He'll make it if he makes the major league roster, he'll make your day better. Yeah, their lineup is really they really doubled down on just bad. Getting these middling guys to just fill up the lineup. And he any inning, you got three guys coming up to play, unless it's Chris Davis, Joey Dallow, which still could easily be two strikeouts. You're like, who who's batting? Who who do we have up this inning? It's gonna it's gonna be rough. Um, there's not. I mean, we haven't even really talked about like what they're gonna do playing wise during the season because we don't know. Like, you don't know who they're gonna put up to the to the plate. You don't know who they're gonna have start a game. Yeah, I didn't even list who they're starting, who they're having up besides like Dunning. Because guess what? You don't really need to know. That's the thing about the Rangers and the Pirates. You don't need to know who's playing on the field because it's going to switch every day because they don't know. That's the thing, and they don't care. They don't care who's out there. If they're too good, that's the only thing you need to know. If somebody on their team is doing good, if if Josh Jung comes up and he's a stud third baseman, he's hitting 50 home runs and 120 RBI, something crazy, guess what? He's getting sent down to the minors, or he's going to be on Mm -hmm. the I.L. because he's quote-unquote hurt because that's not what they want. They want you to be bad this year, and I get it, but that's kind of where you're at. So, for Rangers fans, hold hope for 2023 is where you should be hoping for and praying. So, Jack, I have to ask you a question. Obviously, you put – um, quick question. You put new st- or the new stadium as, like, one of the storylines to watch out for. Is that a storyline mm-hmm. if there's no fans in the stands? No, but I, there will be fans, especially in Texas. There'll be a lot of fans. That is true. Texas is ready, mask off, future style. Yeah. So, <laughs> uniform ranks. We got to talk about this. And I know mm-hmm. I kind of got a hot take on this. I want you can go first, but I don't know if we're gonna agree. So, Jack, on a scale of so, one to five, what's your uniform rank? The Rangers were a part of that last or two years ago or last year's clump of. Like, five teams re- released new jerseys with the Padres and the Blue Jays and the Brewers and the Rangers. And I like the Rangers, but I think they're the worst out of that new clump. I've been using the word clump a lot. Yeah, I'm liking it, though. I, feel, I don't know what's up with you in the word clump. There's, like, a weird know, romantic relationship developing, and I, I don't know how I feel about it. Clumpy 2021. But 
I think it is the one of the worst of the new ones, but still, I like the new. I'm a modern guy, so I'm going to give them an even three. A three. <laughs> That's an odd number, but a three. <laughs> an even odd number. I, I like that. Yeah. You see, I think they're the first team to make powder blue bad. It was the first time I saw a uniform mm. and went, ooh, powder blue didn't work. It's not amazing, yeah. And it's weird because I was such a powder blue stan before these uniforms came out that it's kind of thrown me for a loop. I don't know how to react. Like, should I should I be confused? Is it the powder blue or is it just the Rangers logo as a whole that doesn't really do it for me? Like, they need a mm-hmm. logo update, dude. I That is a great point. I think their uniforms tried as hard as they could, but their logo is rough. Also, I have an issue with their name. Not an awful name, but... The New York Rangers exist, and anytime you look up Rangers roster, Rangers record, it's the New York Rangers. They always come first. I also struggle with the San Francisco Giants in this. Stop trying to name after New Mm -hmm. York teams. They're going to beat you, guys. They're going to beat you. Yeah. So, for me in their uniform, I think the powder blue is always a good color. It just doesn't really fit for me, especially the logo kind of stands out awkwardly. I also don't think they have a player who wears the uniform great yet, so I haven't seen that absolute stud. Maybe Joey Gallo. Maybe Joe or Gallo Einer, nice. Einer Kefeli Falafatela. What's his name? Their shortstop? I have Such no a idea. good name. While you're looking at that, let me finish my uniform rant. So, yeah, I would yeah, like... Yeah, go ahead. Um, I would not recommend wearing a Texas Rangers jersey in the street right now. It might be a little bit of a tough move. So, I'd maybe hold off on that until they kind of work out the powder blue kinks and stuff. I think they're going to do a little bit better. So, for me, I'm going to come in with a nice 1.8 on this one. Not a fan. Think they can do better on that. So, what did you find that guy's name? Isaiah Isaiah Kiner Falafa. Kind of Falafa. Isaiah, maybe Falafa. Kiner Falafa. Such a good name. That is a great name. That that might be a jersey name. Fix your shirt, and I'll buy it. Yeah that 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 could be a that could be a jersey name because it's so fun. That is. Hey, hit me up, Texas Rangers on Instagram. Let's talk. I'll, I'll help you out because you guys mm-hmm. need some work. We gotta we gotta get into depths on yeah. these logo designs. What is on your logo? What is that? We'll help you out because you need some love. Like we love the powdered blue yeah. too, but there is something as being too much. Now, Jack, your 2021 official record for the Texas Rangers is. I'm putting them at 65 and 97. Pretty low because I think when you think of all these teams in the AL, they have direction. They have a little more pizzazz in their jazz, you know? I think the Rangers are going more downwards than the normal bottom-of-the-barrel teams like the Orioles and the Tigers. I think they're more on the rise than the Rangers right now. Who I mean, any team can always surprise, but I'm putting them pretty low, and this is probably my lowest in the AL, 65 and 97. That is tough. See, I have them coming in at 68 and 94. Um, I believe I did MF, right? Um, I have them coming in at 68 and 94. I think they're also going to be one of the worst teams in Yale. I don't think they will be the worst. Um, I think you have a little bit of hope of some of the players they traded for and signing, catching a little bit of lightning in a bottle in the first half of the season. Surprising a little bit, but their rotation is absolute, absolutely terrible, and their lineup yeah. has no sense of consistency or consistent power average anywhere it's just a bunch of hit or miss home run guys and that does not work over the course of a 162 game season their bullpen is also absolutely horrid one of the worst in the league so this team does not plan on winning they aren't gonna win all you gotta watch for is just hope for a home run they are the definition of a free true outcome team 
Very much so. And that's mainly just because the only player that is interesting is Joey Gallo, and he is the king of three true outcomes. The other guys you don't even know. Exactly. Because we just did a whole Rangers pod, and we didn't have to tell you one player who you should look out for besides who they added, because those are the most interesting players on their team. Now, mm-hmm. that brings an end to episode two of our 30 in 30. Uh, if you enjoyed this one and you disagree with what the Texas Rangers record would be or if we undersold a player or oversold a player, make sure you go check us out on Instagram and TikTok where we post a one-minute clip breaking it down. Comment your record prediction. That's at we Got Ice Baseball on social media. And make sure you stay tuned tomorrow for another episode where we talk Detroit Tigers. Take it easy, guys, and stay tuned.